Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Welcome in our man, Dave Aiken, who is right here. Hey, hey now. Here's how low I rank. I was having lunch with a dear friend, a meteorologist, on Friday. Remember I had said we're having lunch with a trusted colleague. Yes, and uh, if memory serves, there was the threat of severe weather in the area, and you weren't certain earlier in the week whether or not he would be on call. Correct. Putting your lunch in jeopardy. But he was not on call. He was off on Friday altogether, so we did have lunch. And apparently now I'm told by Dave that during our lunch, I was boring him so badly, he texted Dave and said, can we go have drinks? I need, I need a drink. I need something. I, oh, my God. Th- this is going nowhere. <laughs> he, he won't stop talking about being med. I kept, talking, what does that I, even mean? I kept saying he's, that. He's got almonds in a bag in his pocket. I, I said I'm med. He's what eating them like to, a monkey. What am I supposed to do? Like when you feed the camels at the yeah, zoo. Yeah, yeah. I'm that low. I'm that low. Apparently, during the lunch, he was looking at me and texting Dave saying, get me out mm-hmm. of this. Can you can you call me? I'm guessing it was during your lunch because I got the text. What time was your lunch? Oh, 11.30 to 1. Oh, yeah. He sent it like quarter to 1. <laughs> Y'all must have been getting the bill, and he was texting. Yeah, get I'm sure. He, was, he didn't here. want to go home. Can you get me <laughs> I know what he wanted. It. Can you get me out of this? Is there any way possible? The warden me? gave him a pass. Boy, the actor almost didn't start when I was leaving that fancy restaurant, too. I was a little What's concerned. What's the problem? Don't know. Does sir need a tow truck? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Let me just. That was the day you were dressed. A little, a little concerned about it. Semi-homeless, semi-goodwill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shopping spree. Didn't. Uh, you had on a tennis dress. Some blue jeans with no belt. I dispute the tennis dress part, but yes, the rest of it is accurate. And when I walked into the restaurant, they say, bar only. (laughs) And I said, can I at least have a table in the bar? No, stool. Mm -hmm. You have to go to the stools. We don't hire felons. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, no, it's company policy. (laughs) No, no, I'm here for lunch. Mm, yeah. Bar makes you uncomfortable in the first place. I don't like a bar. Uh, you don't. And I walked in. There was a booth open. I said, "Can I have this?" No, go, you have to go to the stool. So we sat up on the stools next to each other. Like, eh. That's where I sat with him. Yeah, <laughs> later in the day, he didn't even leave the seat. He spent all day. Apparently, bar. apparently yeah. he just sat right there and stayed with. Uh, Chris Tim just referenced this. I read emails for the first time in six months over the weekend. Mm. I skipped the football season. I skipped the football season when it came to emails. And Chris Tim had sent me one in October. And I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. This is really a big deal. It's about an artist I don't know named Shakira, but I've heard of her. Well, she was at the Super Bowl with Mm J-Lo two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, she's. I mean, she's been around forever. That yeah. hips yes. don't lie hips was a don't big lie. hit. So I see it. Now she was at the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl two years ago. When golly, I don't remember who played in that one. But anyhow, Chris Dim had sent something about her. She and her lover are breaking up. <gasps> and this was what's so fascinating to me. She has a song called "Te Felicito." Huh? Te Felicito. Just, which uh, translation, please? I hate you. Is the tra- <laughs> Te Felicito. <laughs> That's in Spanish. 
But apparently it's a real slap at her longtime lover. He's a soccer player. And uh, this is like a, a get back at you song. But what was fascinating in this article that Chris Dim sent me five months ago is the way she caught him cheating on her. She came home and found that some jam that only she likes had been eaten, quite a bit of it. Apparently, she loves this jam that was in their refrigerator. He didn't like it, and neither did the kids. But when she came home, somebody had been dragging their knife all through it, and she confronted him and said, God. who's had this jam? Oh, man, that post-sex PB&J. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's always something like that. You got that him. Get caught. She yeah. got him. It's like, what? Can I eat some of this jam? <laughs> Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> You're so good to me. <laughs> Wait, not that. Oh, no, not that jam. Oh, God. <laughs> he had forgotten nobody yeah. in the house eats it but Shakira. Yeah. I turned off the security cameras. <laughs> no one will know you're here. He thought of everything except the jam. Phone in airplane mode. An apricot jam brought him down after 11 years and two children together. Ooh, that's good jam. That is an ap- I like an apricot jam. I do, too. Kids didn't like it. The hu- the lover didn't like apricots. No, they didn't like it. And so when she said somebody's been rubbing their <laughs> their bread through this jam, he was his eyes got really big. He was caught off guard and he could not defend it. Is that all she's got? How she knew. Well, later he confessed because mm-hmm. he said yeah. the jam get, yeah. was what tipped it off. I thought she needed an uncrustable. <laughs> <laughs> I told her to eat one of the keys uncrustables. She makes a big sandwich and now I divorce. Believe that? I was like, God, <laughs> that's a good one. If I, I and listen, if I'd seen that in October, I would have been all over. I know. I mean, yeah, it loses some terrible. of its punch because since then, and Biggie uh, has confirmed this. The, what's her name? The Shakira has released like eight songs all about how she hates this exactly. guy. Exactly. This is one of them. This was the first right yeah. after the jam yeah. incident. Got her creativity going. It's very Taylor Swift. Yeah, I got the juices yeah. going. Yeah. I can't remember all. I mean, but it's been way beyond that. Like she's gone after. I think. Like the sock, trying to get him off the soccer team. I mean, oh, she's yeah. going, yeah. She's oh, yeah. full of like angry ex on him. Is yeah, she from Colombia? Yes, yes. She's from South America. Don't cross a Latin lover. No, God. No. They'll keep going on you. She gave up the jam, too. She can't eat it anymore without thinking uh, of it. Oh, of course not. Now it tastes like poison. Yep, because his lover's lips have been all in that. Been all in it. <laughs> I wonder if that's admissible in court. <laughs> I love an apricot jam. I, I do, would, too. I, I like it with it. peanut butter. Oh, I do, too. I th- that's a little known, uh, a less uh, known yes. jam. It's not a strawberry or yep, grape. That, and apple's good, too. And it's right. kind of a yellowy orange. It yes, is. That's right. And I'll tell you, if you, oh, Kelly can't eat it, but if you ever want to make a pork roast or a pork loin, yeah. you mix some of that apricot jam, yeah. just put a little red pepper in it, warm it over the oven. Oh, yes. Dip your pork in it. Look at you. Look at you. You've done it again. You've, di- you've reinvented the pork roast. My golly. You've di- <laughs> but you put that in our cookbook. Every time I think you've done, a, you've said enough on food, you come up with something new, Dave. That's spectacular. Not since that paper towel in the salad drawer have I been that <laughs> interested in something. Dave, where were you the night of the apricot incident? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was using it for a pork loin. <laughs> There's something she needs to know about her husband. (laughs) If only he had known. He's not who she thinks she is. Boy, if he had known, he could have made a slow roasted pork board. Just throw it in the crock pot and say, What are you talking about? I knew you liked it. I brought it. I know just enough Spanish. No, No, apparently not. Okay, from Chris Dem, November 3rd. Got this. What? Yep, November 3rd. He sent me this. Great little uh, piece on John Larroquette. They were getting ready to re kick off Night Court. Well, this is, I don't know if you a, heard they're going to bring yeah. it back yeah, on Night NBC. Qu- it's a hit. That's an Night, NBC Peacock hit. Night, Night Court is a Peacock hit. 
He was being interviewed. This is for you too, Biggie, for your October movies. Uh, did you do? I know you've done Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original, yeah. He was the, and I, I guess I knew this, but had pretty much forgotten. He does voiceover in that. John Larroquette does the voiceover for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Doesn't appear on camera. Nope. And has a uh, side note: has never seen it. Not a horror movie fan. Mm. On uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he he did the voiceover for it in 1969, and the director said, "It's that old. It's that old." Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Yeah, he said. In, he Gosh, was, I he, thought it was a 70s. Movie. Working as a bartender in 1969, when the director of the movie, Toby Hooper, came to him and said, "Could you do voiceover for a movie I'm getting ready to do?" Movie came out in the early 70s. Okay. And he did the voiceover, and Toby Hooper, who was making the movie, they made it for $100,000. He said, I don't have anything to pay you. I'll give you a bag of weed. And Larry Kett said, sold. And he took it. And <laughs> Sign he, here. All right. He said, uh, the, movie, the movie made $30 million on a $100,000 budget, and Larry Kett said, all I got out of it was a bag of weed. <laughs> but he did a voiceover in the 90s for another one and got paid for it. Huh. Is his name in the credits? I don't remember even seeing. I, I don't recall. The first see it at all. And, it's been so I've only seen it once. Me too. I, I thought it was not that good, but people, it's a cult classic, of course. Yeah, because there was nothing else like it at the time. That's right. You know, it, it's hard to see it now in a post-Leatherface mm-hmm. world. Exactly. You know? So he said, uh, do I regret it? No, I do not. And that's what he got for mm-hmm. it, and that was that. And he said he would do it again. At that time, of course, he didn't have any money, and uh, he was just, he thought the movie was going to be nothing. Well, you did a movie and got a uh, sheriff's uniform, didn't you, Kelly? I did get a uniform out of that. A uniform. All bloodied. <laughs> but still, you know, it was nice It was nice to get that. It's in the closet if he needs it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Which he has. One more piece of uh, sports dirt. Dave brought us this term. I've heard it for years now. Houston rules at golf. Oh, yeah. When you don't hit it past the ladies' tees. That's right. You have to take out your dangle. And play it that hole with it. Correct. <laughs> I tell you, there's a couple that's making news today. It's entertainment news and sports dirt at the same time. Uh, Michael Douglas said in an interview, Catherine Zeta-Jones makes him do that for real <laughs> if he doesn't hit it past the ladies' tees. At his tees. age? At his age, Douglas is 78, 25 years her He's not hitting from the seniors? <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's still playing the back tees. From the tips. And <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> take the yardage. Well, please. yeah, no. you deserved it. If you've gotten anything out of your life, play the seniors. Nope, he's refusing. Play the Reds. <laughs> he says his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, is a better golfer than him, and there's two times on the golf course he has to whip it out, which is one, if he doesn't get past the ladies' tees, and he still plays the tips, he's happy to say, at age 78. And two, if she beats him on the 18th hole, he's got to walk to the car with it. <laughs> Now that's in front Jesus. of the country club right, and all. Right, right from the 18th grade in the car. Has to. Uh, the Beverly Hills Club would like to remind Mr. Douglas <laughs> that although this is funny, <laughs> other members are still watching. <laughs>